And good morning, sports fans. It's the coach, Carl DeMasi, out in the Sound Garden, where it all started the end of March of 2020, uh, April 2020. I'm here, back in the Sound Garden. And look at that beautiful screen. Let me get out of the way. What do you want? John Henderson has done it again. I'm up at the soundstage. I wanted to be on it, but it wouldn't have been a good picture. So I'm right below the soundstage. And there it is, the soundstage super screen. Nine 75-inch uh, TVs that's going to be unbelievable out here with sporting events, with concerts. They had the uh, the uh, cover band for Pesh Mode out here uh, last weekend. And, uh, I mean, they had the graphics behind it. But there you go. That, those are the events that are coming up here at Coach's Corner. It's uh, the Sound Garden Tribute Fest, okay, at the end of March. It's going to be unbelievable. But I'm great to be back out here in the Sound Garden. I had a little chilly, a little natty, but you know what? I came prepared. I got my long sleeves, and I'm representing, you got it, the Tigers. I'll tell you why I'm representing the Tigers in a couple of minutes, but it's great to be here. It's called Demonstrative Sports Port every Saturday morning right here on the Coach's Corner Sports Network, live from the Sound Garden. There are going to be a couple of recorded ones this month due to the fact that I got family, family um, obligations going on, but uh, I'll make sure I have live or updated, not uh, old interviews. I'm going to have... New interviews, they're going to be pre-recorded, but once again, it'll be here Saturday morning, next Saturday morning, and then at the end of the month. So uh, once again, I got to love being here. I'm excited. I mean, I can't believe, look at that screen. Okay, coach, let's come back. Let's talk uh, what's going on with the show. Once again, it's part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. We have five shows, five, 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 okay? Uh, of course, every Wednesday night from 6 to about 7 o'clock, Brandon, the Atlanta man brain, brings you rubbing and grubbing. Okay, he talks about cars rubbing and he's grubbing food. That's right, he's grubbing food from uh, Coach's Corner, but uh, that's what it's all about. You got to come here and grub food because it's the best food in town. The wings, the the stromboli. I had a stromboli the other day. Uh, a little green peppers, a little sausage, a little onions, a little mushroom. My own, it was unbelievable. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay, going back to my New York days here. Okay, just like we're on Thirty Third Street, or it's three, not three. But uh, once again, uh, every Wednesday night from six to seven o'clock. Uh, rubbing and grubbing with the Atlanta man, Brandon Bain, and of course the producer, Lawrence Bennett, who does a great job with all the all the shows here that are at Coach's Corner. Then yours truly, every Saturday morning from 9 to about 10.30, talking all sports, all local, all the time. Remember, it's food, sports, and fun since 1991 here at Coach's Corner. And then the third show, that's a broadcast show, it's coming up April, the Masters the, in Augusta, but we're going to be here at Coach's Corner for the 19th hole We'll have the Coach's Corner cabin up there. Who's going to get the green jacket this, this year? First it was John Henderson. Then it was my man, Lawrence Bennett. Who's going to get it this year? The Herb Brothers. Sean and Brent Herb do a great job. Uh, they cover the Masters for four straight days. They break it down. They bring on special guests to talk about it. Tim Guider, who was the first one when this all started two years ago. Uh, hopefully he'll be back. And then I got a little chance last year to talk a little golf with these guys. I'm not a golfer. I'm a hacker. But I, I'd love to come on and talk about it. The Masters, something that, you know, it's on everybody's bucket list. You got to get to Augusta. You got to get to, you know, Augusta National to see the Masters. So we'll see what happens to that. And then we have two podcasts. Of course, the Hot Grids podcast with Spencer Maddox and Travis Dunan, both rivals in high school, Calvary Day School for Spencer Maddox, Country Day for Travis Dunan. But, you know, they go at it. They're, they're pro-globe. They're going to leave the globe. Hey, check out the last episode. They had uh, Mayor Van Johnson talking about the globe and what's going on over there by the globe. Uh, so, uh, that's the hot grids podcast comes out every Tuesday. There are over a hundred episodes. And then when baseball, baseball's not been very, very good to me. Okay. When baseball comes back, we have the who's on first base baseball, uh, podcast or 
vlogcast, whatever you want to call it, with my man, the baseball fanatic, the voice of the Savannah Clovers, and that's, of course, uh, Kyle Lawson. Kyle Lawson. So, uh, once again, it's going to be a lot of fun having that back. Great lineup. Okay, right now we're talking about local sports, local news. I'll get to that quick. Then the second uh, quarter, we'll have a guest, Greg McCaskill, uh, national sportcaster. Uh, he covers a lot of things. But, you know, football's over, but football's not over. If you haven't heard of the Fan Control Football League, you got to listen to Greg McCaskill. I mean, uh, Meskel, McCaskill, he'll correct me. Okay, but look it up. National uh, sportscaster, ESPN, Doug covers water polo, covered the Olympics. He'll be on about 9.15. Then at 9.30, our athlete of the week, this young lady is off the charts. Last year, Hollis Stacy Award winner, Savannah Morning News, most versatile female athlete. Well, she's already got two player of the years. That's right. Two player of the years. Volleyball, basketball. She's running track and plays soccer in the spring. Could we have a trifecta? Could she win three players of the year? I don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, she scored her 1,000 point. She's only like 300 away from 1,000 rebounds. She's only like 200 away from kills. <laughs> She's going for the triple crown, as Dennis Knight said in the article that he did about it. But we'll have Islands High School junior Veronica Sears here at about 9.30. Then at about 9.45, hey, they won the state championships. They need to get their due. And, of course, that's the St. Andrews basketball team. Coach Mel Abrams will be on talking all things Lions basketball. Okay, so let's get to the news quick. Uh, we're at 9.06. I got about five minutes to wrap this up. Like I just said, St. Andrews won their first championship since 2006. I'm sorry, 2004, when they beat John Millage Academy last Saturday night, 49-47. Great game. Uh, John Millage came out, took an 18-8 lead. St. Andrews, their tenacious defense, shut down John Millage in the second quarter. They didn't score a point. But in the second half, it went back and forth, back and forth. And, of course, you know, one of the all-world basketball players here in uh, Savannah, Georgia, Zaire Edwards, 27 points. They went on to win 49-47. St. Andrews Lions, okay, St. Andrews School out there on the marsh. Uh, Georgia Independent School Association, 3A champions. Okay, basketball last night in the GHS, GHSA Final Four with Bill Tompkins, Butler. The Butler Bulldogs were all over him, 66-45. Um, Butler came out in the second half, scored 16 or had a 16-1 to uh, scoring binge, and uh, the Wolverines played hard. They couldn't get back in. But Lenny Williams took that program to their first Final Four ever. Congratulations, great job to the Wolverines out at Woodville Tompkins. Okay, today, 4 o'clock, okay, Windsor Forest, Missed out on the state championship last year by one point over Cross Creek. They'll take on the Thompson Bulldogs. Thompson Bulldogs are number five in the state. Windsor Forest is number three. Windsor Forest already knocked off the first and second ranked teams. They'll go at four o'clock, the Georgia College of State University. Check it out. You can also watch it on NFHS Network. Just pay your uh, 10 bucks and you can watch it. Then at eight o'clock, the Beach Bulldogs, the Cinderella story of uh, Savannah basketball this year, takes on the trending champions, Cross Creek, who beat Windsor Forest last year and went on to the state and won it, okay? Uh, baseball. We have teams ranked in baseball by the Georgia Dugout Club uh, in Class 6A. South Effingham is number four. Richmond Hill is number six um, in Class 4A. Benedictine is number 10. In Class 1A private, Savannah Christian is seven. Calvary is 10. And Savannah Country Day is right there. They're right in consideration. It says they're in consideration. So we got to see what happens with that. Surprisingly, no soccer teams are ranked in the Eurosport scoreboard uh, rankings. 
usually the St. Vincent's girls or one of the girls' teams, but nobody is ranked in soccer from our area. College, Savannah State, okay, right here, you got it. Both men's and women's teams are playing for the SEAC championship today. The ladies at 5 o'clock, they'll play Benedict, the only team to beat them. They're 27-1. I mean, Coach Baker's done a great job. It's the third time they're playing each other. Benedict won the first match. Savannah State come back, won the second match. So we have a third game, a rubber game, today at 5 o'clock for the SEAC championship. The men, the men have upset, upset the number two and the number one team in the SEAC to play for the championship today. Harsh Broadnecks doing a great job with the men's uh, Tigers team. They'll play Benedict team. Benedict team. Benedict, okay. Benedict beat the Tigers this year by six points and by two points. So you know what? We could have two SEAC champions this year. All right, let me go to my next match. SCAD. SCAD's all over the place swimming. They've won uh, NAIA individual titles. Uh, they're national champions. Joel Thatcher. Won the 500 freestyle with a time of 421.68 to be crowned the national champion. On the girls' side, uh, we got to go to the girls' side. The relay team, the 200-yard relay team of Spencer Sheridan, Anna Kate McGinty, Isabella Song, and Sloan Sizemore won that with a time of 134.75. And then Sloan Sizemore came back and won the 50 freestyle in 23.12. Uh Baseball for the Tigers, the baseball team for the Tigers, Savannah State Tigers, they're 9-5, 5-1 in SEAC. All right, they lost the other night to the USCD Sand Sharks, okay? All right, uh, University of South Carolina, Buford, 11-2. Uh, but they'll be uh, back at it today. They're in Alabama at Spring Hill College, 6 p.m. first pitch. Then tomorrow they'll play doubleheader starting at 12 noon. All right, professional baseball, 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 baseball. Who knows when baseball is coming back? But I'm telling you right now, you might say it's not a lot of money, Coach, but the Players Association has donated $1 million to all the workers who are going to be laid off for the first two weeks that we're not playing baseball. And what did the owners do? Nothing. Uh, if you listen to the show last week, Kevin Kiernan, uh, New York State Baseball Hall of Fame writer, covering baseball for 45 years, he said it best. It's billionaires versus millionaires, but we're leaving out the fans and everybody else associated with the game. Come on, guys, get it together. We're going to lose a great game, America's game, because you guys can't come to a compromise. But, you know, you got the other thing. Well, the business owners owe the team. They have they have the right to give the players what they want. But if it wasn't for the players, you wouldn't have a, you wouldn't have a baseball league. I don't know. Uh, Freddie Freeman, heard he might be wearing Dodger blue when this is all over. He hasn't signed with anybody, but I heard the Dodgers are hot on his trail. Pro basketball, forget about the Hawks. I can't figure out the Atlanta Hawks, okay? Now they've gone on a, a three-and-one uh streak they've won their last two games they have one game on the 500 they moved into the ninth place for the playoffs the top 10 teams make the playoffs okay they're 31 32 they're second in the southeast division behind miami who knows last night they beat up on the wizards 117 114 but they had to hold on they had to hold on it seems like this team can't hold on at the end so uh once again they'll play in detroit tomorrow brian Harmon is off on the pga gene sowers last week at the cola guard classic in tucson arizona finished 20th He's tied for uh, 49th uh, in the Charles Schwab Cup. This weekend, he's at the Hogue Classic in Newport Beach, California. He's one over. He's tied for 52nd. Um, PGA Corn Ferry Tour is back here April 3rd. <coughs> March 28th to April 3rd at the Landings. That'll be back Corn Ferry PGA Tour. Tonight, Memorial Stadium, the Savannah Falcons, semi-pro football team. 
We're going to be talking football in a couple of seconds. But the semi-pro football team, they'll be taking on the South Georgia Mustangs. They're both 1-0. 10 bucks. Any kid under 10 comes in free. That's tonight, 6 o'clock. <coughs> okay? And it's a red out. Everybody wear red. The Savannah Falcons. Eddie Cheese Morgan doing a great job with the Falcons. Uh, listen a week away. Savannah Bananas open up March 11th. Grayson Stadium. <coughs> I'm going too fast or I got to sand that in my mouth. Okay, on my throat. <laughs> John told me there'll be sand that's out here. So uh, Savannah Bananas will start their world tour next week, March 11th and 12th. Okay, and then they'll head out to uh, six different cities. They'll be going to Daytona Beach, Montgomery, Alabama, West Palm Beach, Florida, Columbus, Georgia, Birmingham, Alabama, and then back, or they start this all with Savannah. Savannah Shamrocks Rugby Club, <coughs> the 43rd St. Patrick's Day Rugby Tournament will take place next week. Over 80 teams are committed, March 12th, March 13th at Daffin Park. You got to go check it out. 43 years the Savannah Shamrocks rugby team has been holding this St. Patty's Day Rugby Tournament. All right, that's all the news and notes. I got my next guest waiting in the waiting booth. Okay, you know, everybody thinks professional football is done. We love our football. While fans control football, it's on Twitch. I got to let this guy explain it to me. I don't know what Twitch is, okay, but it's on the internets. And it's a league where you can go call the plays for the coaches. And it's real football. It's not video games. They have real players playing football. Pretty exciting. Uh, I had called my uh, good buddy, grew up with him, John Morano, good friend of mine, Dr. John Morano in, at uh, Monmouth University. Uh, I said, I need, I, I need someone to come talk about baseball and what's going on in baseball. He says, I got a guy that can talk more about everything. He's done water polo. He's done baseball. He's done basketball. Uh, you name it. He's done uh, the Olympics. He's got a lot of information, and uh, we couldn't set it up way back when, so I'm having him on today. I'm excited about it. We'll have Greg Mescal, okay, New Jersey boy, coming on talking about fan control football. It's pretty pretty interesting. So I'll be back in three minutes. Got to thank the sponsors, of course, right here. It's the Call the Muscle Sports Board in the Sound Garden, and it's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Three minutes, Greg. We'll be right back. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been both the best in Savannah for 20 years running, and it's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew has smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School would consider a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes to uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From cleats to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. From cutting and equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop to new locations. 
6606 Abercorn Street Suite 102 in Savannah. Open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Caring. We ain't New York style. We are New Wellington York. Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And welcome back, sports fans. It's the coach, Paul Damasi, live here at Coach's Corner. It's all on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. We're out in the Sound Garden where it all started way back at the end of March of 2020 and April of 20 and the beginning of uh, April 2020. As you see over my shoulder, it's the new Sound Garden screen. Nine 75 inch TVs that's going to make the, the games, the, the concerts more exciting. John Henderson just doesn't know how to come up with a new bag of tricks every week. And uh, we're trying to get the logo up there. But, you know, like everything else, the Internet doesn't work right. It doesn't cooperate with you. But anyway, that up there is the events for the uh, Soundgarden Tribute Fest. Uh, I mean, I think it's three straight days, a bunch of bands coming in here that are tribute bands. Uh, so uh, it, it's, it's going to be a great time here at Coach's Corner. All right. So we all know about all the baseball garbage that was going on. And I had talked to a good friend of mine. I grew up with him in East Rockway, New York. Uh, hold it. Something's going on here. Don't touch anything, coach. There we go. All right. I, I, the internet is kind of fritzy today, so uh, we, we, we're going to see what happens. But uh, I said, I need somebody that has a lot more knowledge about the baseball strike. He says, well, I got a young guy that went to school. I was his professor. He does a great job. He's been on ESPN. He's still on ESPN. He called the Manhattan Iona game the other night. I watched the end of it. Exciting game. Uh, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I know where Manhattan and college is and where Iona is. Okay. Rick Pitino. So, I mean, he's big into the USA water polo. He's now the voice of the fan controlled football league. Now watch this video before I bring him on. If this doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. And he's going to tell us all about in, in 30 seconds. Fan control football. You can make the selection on your phone. I got the plays up in front of me. What do we think? Manziel to throw. That's right, Johnny Manziel. Renee Montgomery. Joe Montana. Sean Lynch. Joe Montana. joining us. This roof is going to blow. Fan Control Football is on NBCLX with season version 2.0 coming spring 2022. Power to the fans. And now joining me live on the Coach's Corner Hot Seat, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, national sportcaster Greg Meskel. 
Did hey, I get it right? Carl, what's going on? How are you? Hey, it's a Saturday morning. I'm a lot, a lot of fun. I got a camera here. I got the video here. But uh, you know how it works. You're into this uh, business stuff. But uh, having a lot of fun talking uh, sports. And like I talked to you about three weeks ago, I know you had a very busy schedule. I wanted someone to come on and talk about baseball. But then you started telling me about it. fan control football league and all this other stuff. But tell everybody uh, your background. And, you know, of course, you're a mammoth tiger uh, alum. Oh, I, have, I, have to, I have to correct you, a, mo a mammoth hawk. But, yes. You're a hawk. Okay, yep. I watched it the other night when uh, Roy Williams showed up against yeah. uh, Quinnipiac, so I was really excited. But tell everybody about your background and how you got involved in this whole mess of this fan-controlled football league. Yeah, I mean, you you know, you you hit on it, went to Monmouth, and, and got the chance to do all the broadcasting and TV and radio there. It was a great foundation. Uh, and then after that, just just been kind of adding opportunity after opportunity. I started out doing Wagner College, another another New York spot over on Staten Island. Um, and then from there, just just kind of got involved in a whole variety of sports and, you know, now do a wide mix of things. And, um, you know, I, I always joke I'm kind of up for whatever whatever the challenge is. If there's a new sport I haven't heard of or called before, I'm happy to give that a try. Um, and you hit on it. So right now we're just finishing up college basketball season. Uh, we have the MAC conference tournament next weekend or next week, rather, in Atlantic City. Uh, a little bit of water polo sprinkled in and then we'll get into fan controlled football uh, starting in April. And I just finished uh, some athletes and limited women's basketball in Las Vegas. So it's been a it's been a busy run, but um, it's fun to be there. It's fun to be able to call the action and be courtside at the field, poolside, whatever it is that as someone who is not a good athlete, uh, that's the closest I can get to the game. And so it's been very fun for me. Yeah, I know uh, your, your, your buddy, my buddy, John Morano, thinks he's an all world basketball player, but we'll get into that <laughs> in another day. But, but, so. Um, you know, we were talking about the baseball strike. You're a big Met fan. Of course, I told you I was a Met fan until uh, Tom Seaver got uh, annexed by, uh, yep. you know, of course, Miss Peyton. And uh, he left. So I left the Mets. I went over to the dark side. I still follow the Mets, but I, I got a little more interest in the Yankees. But I've been down here for 26 years. So, you know, I'm following the Braves. Sure. So, I mean, let's before we get into fan control football, I mean, what do you think? I, this is just a mess. I don't know if you ever heard of Kevin Kiernan. He wrote for the New sure, York the Post, Post, right? He's a New York, uh, New York Baseball Hall of Fame writer. He said it perfect last week. The millionaires are fighting the billionaires, but the fans and the workers are left out. And that's what it comes down to. I, I, this this is a no-win situation at the moment, I think, for everyone involved. And talking about the fan, the fan standpoint, and then not to mention, you know, I, obviously I think about it from all the folks that uh, work in the game that aren't players or owners, right? And and I know people have their different feelings about about is it is it a player's problem or an owner's problem um but i i think of uh all the stadium workers right or even all the broadcast folks and don't just think about your your announcer but there are so many jobs that are behind the scenes that help make a braves broadcast happen or a mets broadcast happen a lot of those folks are freelancers they're they're counting on that season to happen and so you have a lot of people that are very uncertain about about their livelihood right now for the next nine to ten months and, and so those are the people that I that I really feel for. I think as I've you know gotten older in this, right, you still want to see your games and go to it as a fan. But I can't help but think about all the people that have their jobs affected by this. So you just kind of hope um, a resolution comes along quickly. And then, you know, I was younger, but I think back to that big strike in the in the mid 90s and the the what could have been. Right. I think it's always a fun trivia question like what what would have happened to that Montreal Expos team that never was in that strike shortened season. And so is there some great team that maybe doesn't get their chance this year that was built for 2022? It, it, it's just, it, you know, I've been around baseball for a long time and uh, I, I, I agree with you. It's entertainment. It's uh, it's 
professional, but I mean, uh, you know, and the owners own the team, the players play for the owner, they're a worker, but, but the players bring the money in. That's, that's, that's what's getting me. Yeah. Did they deserve 50, 50 split? No, but they deserve a little more than what they're getting. I feel. And if you didn't have the players, we wouldn't have baseball, you know, uh, you know, the Braves great story last year, second half, they turned it around and, uh, you know, uh, but we're not going to see them right now defending their championship, but we're not going to see the, you know, the ring ceremony that's supposed to be happening at the beginning of the year. So it, it's tough to watch, but we'll hang in there. I know, you know, I'm a baseball fanatic. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to show my age here. The first baseball game I went to was 1966. All right. The, uh, Atlanta Braves. They just moved to Atlanta against the New York Mets and uh, sitting in down the first baseline with my dad, probably one of the only four sporting events I went with my dad and, uh, Hank Aaron, I mean, just a man amongst boys. He went one for three, singles, stole second base. And my dad said to me, you know what? This man's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's probably going to be the greatest home run hitter ever. And you know what? He was right. And, you know, I know we could say Willie McCovey is and all this performance enhancing drugs, but that's for another story. So we should have, you know, your uh, dad was very prophetic. We should have had him put some money down on a couple of things back in the day. Oh, he he was a little into what's called horse racing. Okay, I, don't know, I, I don't know how many trips. I don't know if anybody knows it down here, but I don't know how many trips I went to OTB off track. Okay, yep, yep. Sitting there all day with my dad while he was playing horses. But uh, <laughs> gotcha. So you know, and the funny thing is, he got he got he got married on uh, Kentucky Derby Day. So you know, it's in his it was in his yeah, blood. So totally, totally. But uh, if you're just tuning in, all right, on the internet, it's the Call of the Master Sportsport live from Coach's Corner. Uh, all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Uh, I've been doing this since uh, March of 2020 when COVID hit. Uh, off the radio, but still doing this every Saturday. Haven't missed it. We're talking to Greg Neskel, uh, sportscaster. Uh, the man has done everything. Uh, hey, how did it feel when you saw uh, uh, the snow white finishing his career this year? I mean, you interviewed him. You were out there with him at one one Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you can't you can't script an ending like that. You know, when you when you talk about what happened in 2018. Um, he had finished off the podium in 2014 after being so successful at the previous Olympic Games, and there's a lot of pressure on him to come back and uh, to be able to be there and you know see him get back to the top of the podium. And I know this year it didn't it didn't finish the way he would have wanted, but um, when it comes to winning a medal, but I think it was so cool to see the emotion and love he has for the sport and the community and the way everyone just kind of rallied around him to go to that many Olympic Games, you know, going back in the mid 2000s, and to still be competing at, at, at the highest of levels. Uh, and he had to gut it out there in the qualifying round to get into that final run to try and go for the medal. Um, you know, I know it didn't, it didn't end exactly as uh, he, he would have hoped and as team USA fans would have hoped, but uh, so cool. And that's one of the fun things about the Olympics to see the emotion, how much it means to people and to see that reaction in real time uh, was, was pretty special, even though family and friends couldn't be there to see him kind of talking and, and seeing all of his, people back home gathered together in front of a camera was uh, a pretty awesome moment on TV. Yeah. Great experience for you. And it's a great experience watching him. So, okay. So we got about uh, three minutes to go here. Uh, fan control football. When you told me that when we were talking over the phone, I said, fan control football. And sure enough, you know, me being a sports fanatic, I had to go look it up. I went to the YouTube channel and it's like arena football. That's what it looked mm -hmm. like to me, but I can get on my phone. I could get the app. I can get on my phone and say, I want you to run a, uh, you know, a dig or a, a, a post or, I mean, it's pretty cool. And I mean, it's no kickoffs. It's, uh, it's done in an hour, 20 minute halves. I mean, this is a great idea, but you got to tell me what is Twitch? So Twitch, uh, you know, I'm surprised you're so internet savvy here on StreamYard. I thought you would know Twitch is another streaming platform. Uh, 
initially very big in the esports realm. So if you wanted to watch someone play uh, Madden Football or League of Legends or one of those uh, role player type games, it's a it's a tremendous platform to watch people compete in video games. And now it's branching on other things. And you mentioned uh, fan control football. That's that's kind of emerging of both worlds, right? It is it's kind of those folks that love video games, and then if you love live action sports, you kind of bring it together. You talked about it in FCF fans register for a team. So, so let, you know, we think back to last year, the beasts were one of the teams uh, you would register as a beast fan. And then during their game, you're able to help call their plays on offense. And so whatever team you're a fan of, you get to make the play calls. Now it's majority rules. So let's say the option was a run and not enough people picked a run, but everyone picked a pass. They're going to run a pass. And the coaches, they don't have a say. They just are taking the play that's been voted on. They must install it and run it. And you get points. So if you pick the right play and that play is successful, as a fan, you earn fan leaderboard points. Conversely, if you picked a run and the majority went with a pass and that was the bad idea, you'll get points because you were smarter than the group. So um, it really rewards people that understand the game and that are very dedicated to their team, uh, you know, and there's safeguards in place. So you're not going to be able to pick a terrible play, like let's run it into the back of the end zone and take a safety, that sort of thing, right? It has to be something that would make sense in that moment. Um, it all takes place in Atlanta. Season 2.0 is on the way here coming up in April. Um, and we have, we have a great new uh, partnership with NBCLX. So if Twitch isn't your thing, uh, you can also watch on regular broadcast television on NBCLX and you can get involved with the app. And you're right. It is it is a legitimate uh, arena football, tackle football. So if you are looking for that right in the offseason of the NFL, this is a great way to, to watch, but also to be involved and to really be part of the game. How many times Carl, you've been watching the TV and say, why did they run that play? Why yeah. <laughs> we got to throw it. What are we doing now? It's on you. It's on you. You can't, you can't blame a single person, but the fans. Like Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, right? There you go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But stress this though. It's not digital players. These are real football players. I watched the highlight for the Atlanta yeah. team. They uh, had a little uh, get together, a tryout at uh, Silverbacks park. Mm -hmm. That was pretty intense. Yeah, no, there are people, look, you cannot underestimate the love of football in this country, right? And we know about the NFL, we know about other leagues that are starting. There are so many talented players that still want an opportunity to play, whether it's 100-yard you know, outdoor football or the 50-yard arena football like, like the FCF. And you're right, there are names you know. Uh, last season, Johnny Manziel, uh, Josh Gordon before he returned to the NFL, DeAndre Francois, you remember him at Florida State. Uh, and then players that maybe you didn't know that got a chance, Travis Toivonen, a great receiver that ended up uh, in the NFL at training camps and getting opportunities, a variety of other guys that just need that chance. So it's it's really about opportunity. And then we get a chance as broadcasters to not only call the game, but to tell those stories, to talk about the guys that are trying to make that push maybe to the NFL for the first time. Maybe they want to go to the CFL. Maybe they were in the NFL and they're trying to get one more opportunity. Or maybe they just love playing football. And this is a chance to kind of be part of that team environment again. Well, it was a lot of fun watching on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, Band Control Football, you can see what it's all about. Actual plays, it's like arena football. They're in on a 50-yard field, 20-minute halves. It's done in an hour. Pretty exciting. All right, last question. When does it kick off again? So we get things started April 16th. And uh, again, you can watch uh, via Twitch on the FCF channel, NBCLX. Uh, we have a couple of drafts coming up to lead into the season, and you can learn more uh, following through Fan Control Football on their website, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. All the details will be coming uh, fast and furious here in the next couple of weeks, that's for sure. And I got to say one thing, buddy. I appreciate you coming on. Of course, John Morano, 
you know, childhood friend. We keep in touch. He, he's really proud of what you've done and what you've become. And he loves all his, uh, his former students. And uh, I'm glad he hooked me up with you. And uh, I'll say this to you. New York Mets, Buck Shaw, Walter. I might go back to the Mets. That's all I got to tell you. Uh, you know what? I, I don't dislike the move. Uh, will we actually get to see Buck manage this year? That's the big question. Uh, but but I agree. I like the move and uh, hopefully it works out. And uh, happy to be here with you. And of course, happy to, you know, when the professor calls, uh, so many of us are happy to answer. So <laughs> the professor, <laughs> I got to call him that next time. But yeah. once again, appreciate it. Have a great day. I know you got Jasper basketball, everything else going on your plate. Appreciate you taking the time and uh, once again, enjoyed it. Great. Thanks, Carl. Take care. Take care. I mean, Greg Meskel, uh, I mean, young guy, the professor, my good buddy, John Morano from uh, from East Rockaway, New York. We grew up and uh, John's been uh, uh, involved in, you know, in music, in sports. He's, uh, you know, a uh, journalism teacher at Monmouth. He's written four or five books. He just loves sports, too. And uh, I'm glad he hooked me up. And he's got a couple other guys that he wants me to get in touch with. So uh, we'll see what happens. But check out uh, Greg Meskel. Facebook, Twitter, the guy does a phenomenal job. All right, I know she's been waiting. I told her 9.30, and I'm a little over, but she knows me. I know her. She knows I talk too much. But I can't wait to talk to my Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after the week from Islands High School. That's right, Islands, baby. Okay, but this girl is off the charts. She's already been named the Volleyball Region Player of the Year. Now the Basketball uh, Region Player of the Year. She was Hollis Stacy last year, the most versatile athlete, but she's got a lot going for her. She uh, loves the game of volleyball, and I can't wait to see her at the next level when she does play volleyball. And that's, of course, Veronica Sierra. We'll be back in three minutes. Got to thank the people who support the show. Once again, it's the Call of the Monster Sports Board, live from the Sound Garden, the super screen right behind me uh, at Coach's Corner right here in Thunderbolt, Georgia. Three minutes. We'll be right back with the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. All time, that's Coach's Corner in Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been voted the best in Savannah for 20 years running, and it's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew has smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School would consider a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes to uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From cleats to caps and best prices on the biggest brand, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson Sports Shop. From cutting and equipped at Thompson Sports Shop to new locations. 6606 Abercorn Street Suite 102 in Savannah. Open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, 
come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com, savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Caring. We ain't New York style. We are New York. Wellington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And welcome back to the Call of Democracy Sports Sport right here in the Sound Garden at the center of the sports universe, Coach's Corner, and it's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. That's right, with five shows, Rubbin' and Grubbin', Wednesday nights, 6 to 7 o'clock, with Atlanta man Brandon Bain, yours truly, called the Monster Sports World on Saturday. Then uh, in April, we'll have the 19th hole with her brothers from uh, uh, four days straight talking about the Masters up at Augusta National. Then two podcasts, Hot Grids Podcast with Spence Matic and Travis Sedan. And of course, yours truly, whenever we get back to baseball, the Who's on First Base Who's on First Base Baseball Podcast with the baseball fanatic Kyle Lawson. All right. Favorite part of the show. Talking about the good kids. You know, this all started back way back in 2020. And then I got uh, into the uh, into the radio with JT Thomas and crew on 102.3. Then I've been on ESPN Radio, Savannah Radio. But I've been on WTKS, Savannah Sports Talk Morning Show, for 19 years, every Friday morning, five minutes, for the with the man who got me involved in all this stuff, Bill Edwards, it's always a lot of fun. And, you know, his motto is let's talk about the good kids. And that's what it's all about. I mean, this young lady, she's been on before. She's won the Hollis Stacy Award. The Hollis Stacy Award is given by and voted by the athletic directors and coaches for the most versatile female in the city. Hollis Stacy, uh, world champion golfer. Okay. And then she, uh, you know, Savannah Morning News, most versatile female last year, only a sapo. She's in her junior year. I mean, she was the basketball player of the year last year. She's the basketball player this year. She's also been named the volleyball player this year. She scored her thousand point uh, a little while ago. And uh, I, I don't know how she does it. Then she gets on the track and she tries to do triple jump. And then she goes out in the soccer field and she plays defense. I don't know how she found time to do this. But this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week from Islands High School Junior, Veronica Searsan. Hey, hey Veronica, how are you? Hey, it's Saturday morning. I'm talking sports. I'm out of my little cubby hole in Islands High School. I'm doing something I love, and this is talking about kids, kids like you, the kids that excel. And once again, uh, congratulations, uh, a thousand points, uh, volleyball and uh, basketball players here for the region. It's just something special. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know how you do it because you got soccer and track going on now. But once again, you deserve the recognition. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, what's your routine? How do you get this all in in one day besides taking trips to Jacksonville to go better, get better at volleyball? 
Honestly, I have no idea how I do it. I just manage my time really well. Like some days before I go to Jacksonville for volleyball practice, I'll go to track for like 30 minutes and then leave. Or when we have soccer practice, I'll go to soccer for like 30 minutes and then leave for volleyball practice. So I just have to manage my time well. Oh, yeah. And then plus, and I know you're going to get a little upset with me because I know you're humble. Plus a 4.0 GPA. Yeah. How do you do this? (laughs) I don't know. I do my homework on the way to and back from Jacksonville. So I get that done there. Yeah. And I know, you know, you're a student. You learn from the, the questions you get lo- wrong on your test. Uh, mm-hmm. You learn from your mistakes on the volleyball court or the basketball court or whatever. So if if you really had to break down Veronica Sears, in, is there a weakness in your game, in any game? Um, I think there is. It's just sometimes I get in my head a lot during games, and I've been working on that, trying not trying not to, because like if I do that, then I let my team down because I get negative. So I just have to work on getting staying not in my head, but that's really my true weakness. Well, uh, you know, you, you got that competitor's uh, drive, and that, that that's what drives some of us or some athletes wanting mm-hmm. more from their teammates. And then you realize, you step back, and you realize, you know, sometimes your teammates can't play at the same level you do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're working on it, which is which is great. Everybody learns from their weaknesses or their mistakes or their failures. And, you know, nobody's nobody's going to be perfect. So, uh, yeah. now, you know, volleyball, mm-hmm. basketball, soccer, track. Do you have anything outside, outside of sports that you like to do? Um, I like going to the beach, but that's really it. Sports are really my life. It's always been a part of my life ever since I was little, and I just love doing it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we talked about the weaknesses. We talked about, you know, Mm -hmm. what you got to work on. Now, you definitely have some strengths, and it's academics and athletics. Uh, Mm -hmm. So what what do you believe makes you such a multi-athlete, multi-student athlete? athlete? What what are your strengths? How, How do you get away with this? Um, I have a lot of hard work and dedication, and one thing for athletics is that I'm tall. <laughs> that, make, that helps a lot. <laughs> that helps a lot. And those two first ones were hard work and dedication. I just work hard in what I do, and I've always had this passion for sports and being want, and wanting to be the best, so I think that's always made me want to be better and push myself to be better, be better than I already am. And I, I know what you're going to answer right away. Like I said, you're a four-sport athlete. What's your favorite and why? Um... I think it's croquet. I'm just kidding. It's volleyball. <laughs> croquet. <laughs> Why volleyball? Yeah. Um, I just like the competitiveness and how you have to work as a team to get a point. It's not just like in basketball, I can like take over a game, just like driving to the basket every single time. But in volleyball, I can't touch the ball every time. So I always have to pass a set and then a kill. So we always have to work as a team. And I just like that about it. And it's just more to me, it's more competitive than basketball, soccer and track because you just, it's like a intense hot potato, as I say, and it's just a lot. I just like it a lot, and I've just always had that love for it since I started playing in sixth grade. And uh, I mean, uh, everybody would say I'm crazy, but you're six foot three, mm-hmm. and everybody would say, "Oh, she's going to be an outside hitter." But you're not even outside of your school year. You're not even mm-hmm. an outside hitter. You're a center. Usually, mm-hmm. now, don't get me wrong. I'm not. A stigma or a stereotype, but usually centers are about five foot seven, five foot eight on a college level. You're six yeah, foot five foot nine. Yeah. Why do you like setting the ball so much? I can control the offense when I'm hitting. I kind of control the offense, but I'm setting. I control who I set and what we can run, and I just control the offense. And I can control the defense, sort of. But that's really what I like. And I like the leadership role on the team because everyone looks up to me to get everyone piped up and get everyone running and getting everyone in their flow. 
And if you just join uh, me on the internet, uh, it's the Call of the Monster Sports Board every Saturday morning from uh, Coach's Corner to Center of Sports Universe. We're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after the week with uh, Junior from Islands High School, Veronica Sierzet. It's not the first time she's been on my show, but what she's been doing lately is really special. Now, you know, of course, you're an athlete and mm -hmm. you watch the people around you. You watch your coaches. Is there any athlete or coach that you've looked up to who has been a role model for you? It's actually my mom because you know how she's run. I don't know. I know you know. My mom has ran eleven marathons at Disney for the past. Yeah, for the past. Well, she didn't run it in twenty twenty because of COVID. So the past like twelve years, but she's always pushed herself to do it. And I've always looked up to her because she's just a person who has a whole lot of hard work and dedication and passion for what she's doing. And that's just made me want to be what I want to be. Yeah. Plus, on top of it being a, uh, a kids nurse, a child, uh, you know, a children's nurse over there at Memorial. I don't know how she does it. Goes to yeah, work at three, man. comes home at three, then goes out and runs, a, you know, a marathon. I don't know how she does it. But she gets. I don't know either. So she has superpowers. Now, <laughs> now, as far as all athletes, in your mind, uh, mm -hmm. with what's going on today, COVID nineteen and all the world crisis and, and uh, time management. Um, what do you believe is the greatest challenge for most high school athletes? I think mental health, because a lot of people are stressed nowadays. Because last year, it was not, I don't want to say easy for school, but it was more laid back than it is this year because we're in person. We were out of, and we were virtual last year, but a lot of people are stressed this year because of school and sports are getting like a lot more intense. And so I think everyone's mental health is just like, is more not struggling, but more of a importance than anything else right now. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's tough when you, you can't be in school or you can't be around your friends. It's It's been really tough. And talking about your teammates, being around your teammates, and I know your teammates mean a lot, lot to you. What have you learned about working with teammates uh, through the uh, last 10 years playing sports? I think you always have to be always have to support them and always have to hold them accountable for what their role is on the team. Because you always have to support them and what they're doing, even if they make like in volleyball, if they make a bad play, you always have to say, all right, next one. Or in basketball, if they don't make a layup or don't make a shot, you always have to say, next play, next one. And then you have to hold them accountable, too. You have to be like, I need you to knock this down, but you still got this, and you got to keep pushing. I mean, you got to keep everybody together. It's got to be a team. You know, one finger is not as strong as five together, as we always say, mm -hmm. you know, coaches' cliches. Uh, but, you know, winning the Hollis Stacy Award last year, region players player, region player of the year for – uh, volleyball and basketball last year you got basketball also what does that mm -hmm. mean to you I think it means a lot to me but it shows that I can be better than I want to be I can be better than that I can keep pushing myself to be more than just oh I'm not gonna say oh I won the Hall CC award I'm not gonna I'm done that's the only thing I wanted in high school I'm gonna keep pushing myself to maybe win it again this year or to be a better athlete than I was last year or the last season or last practice. And as far as uh, your family, you talked about your mom, your dad, Howie, Elizabeth, what has your family meant to your success so far in your career? They meant a lot because they're the ones that pushed me to be the best. Like I know I, a lot of people know that me and Elizabeth have a really good rival, like a good competitiveness and stuff. Like she's always, Elizabeth's one of the main reasons why I push myself to be better than I am because she set the bar and standard so high when she was in high school that I knew I had to surpass it. So I had to work hard to be greater than she was. And that's pretty hard to beat. <laughs> well, at this point in Korea, you still got another uh, year to go. Uh, mm -hmm. what's, been, what's been the highlight? What's been the most memorable moment for you as a, as a high school athlete in any of the sports? 
Um, as of right now, I think winning my 1,000th point, because that was such a, I don't want to say breath of relief, but like a, like it just felt so nice to get it done because I've been working so hard to get to it ever since my first game that I played my freshman year against Groves. I was like, I got to start my 1,000 point countdown now. And I'm just like, whoa, I got it over with so quick. Well, not quick, but like I got it over with. feels like that took forever. But now I have more goals to set in my life. Like I'm going to get my 1,000 rebound, 1,000 kill next year. And I think that was, yeah, that was the highlight of my career. Besides getting the Hall of Stacey Award, we'll just put that to the side. But getting my 1,000 point was the, my favorite moment as of right now. Like you said, you have to have goals and you have to set them high. <laughs> Now, as far as colleges go, uh, you've been uh, been looked at by a number of colleges. Any, What's the uh, progress so far in college, playing college volleyball? Um, it's going pretty well. I have a few colleges that are asking me to come on an official. So, like, I'm going to go on an official to the University of South Florida soon. And then I'm talking to Syracuse University. And I think once we go to our next, not this tournament, but our next tournament is the Indianapolis NEQ qualifier. There's going to be a lot of college coaches there. So I'll get a lot of exposure there. Now, is it, is it frustrating that you don't, you're not getting a lot of more calls? Is it because of the school season or the, the, the traveling season? How does that work with students? I mean, uh, when you try to get a scholarship, um, I think you just have to contact the right amount of schools and you just have to have patience for the right school to come around. I think, you just have to wait. You don't, I mean, you know when it's too late, but it's never too early to start like contacting schools and asking them. But I think COVID had a lot of, to do with it because some girls are taking their COVID year for an extra year. And that's like really messing with some of my class to, for coaches to, like come and recruit and be like, oh, we can't offer you because our um, 20, our setter is staying for an extra year. So we're going to work in the next class. So it's really just like unlucky, I guess I'd say. Yeah, they have to give, you know, they're giving the, the kids that were there that extra year, that extra opportunity to go. So it, it really mm -hmm. pushes everything back. So, uh, all right, to wrap this up, uh, I know you still got another year of high school. What are, you, mm -hmm. what are you looking for in the future after all the athletics are done? What, what do you want to what do you want to major in? What do you want to do after you're done with all the athletics? Besides oh, running so marathons I, like your mother. <laughs> so I know I want to major in business, but I think I'm, I don't know if I'm going on the accounting and finance for um what track or the marketing and sales track yet but i want to do something in business and maybe i'll run marathons like my mom does <laughs> <laughs> but anyway you've done a great job i mean a thousand uh, points uh you're only like 300 away from a th less than that how many are you away from rebounds mm, 200 exactly and then i'm 262 away from volleyball kills well how about sets uh the the account you set yet uh, no that's gonna be in college <laughs> I'll do that in college. Well, congratulations. And uh, I mean, it's a great honor. Volleyball region player of the year, mm -hmm. uh, basketball region player of the year, a thousand points in your career. Keep the great work. And that's why you're this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete Week. And uh, once again, it'll be a lot of fun watching you again to finish out this year and, of course, next year. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Thanks Bye. for coming on. Oh, Veronica Bye. Sears in. I mean, you want to talk about a dedicated athlete. Now, if you're watching, I'm looking at the screen because I'm looking at my guests, but here I come back to the real camera. So I'm looking at the camera now. So you know what I'm doing here. So it's not like I'm looking away from you guys at home. I'm looking at uh, the guest, but uh, I mean, a dedicated athlete, student athlete, uh, she doesn't have to be pushed by her parents to do what she does. Uh, she's she's self-motivated. She has a lot of goals. She wants to achieve a lot. 
I, we got a little truck coming behind us here, so hopefully you can hear me. So let me put on my other earpiece. And uh, she's just done a great job. And, uh, you know, she's excelling at what she wants to do. At, and like you said, she's six foot three. You wouldn't think she want to be a setter. But from what I understand, I haven't seen a set because in high school, she's an outside hitter. So I can't wait to see what she does at the next level. Veronica Sears in Islands High School this week's Weather and Think Chiropractic Clinic Athlete. Next up, we're going to talk a little St. Andrews School Championship Basketball with the coach himself, the region coach of the year also, and that's Mel Abrams from St. Andrews School. We'll be back in three minutes. You're watching the Call of the Monster Sports Court live from the Sound Garden. Let me step out of the way here. All right, which way do I got to go? I got to go this way. I want you to see this, okay? Is that not awesome? That is that is the Sound Garden super screen now. Uh, last week, they had a tribute band, Pesh Mode, and they had graphics going on behind. And what's amazing about this, this um, screen is they can put on three, four, five, six different games. So it's pretty impressive. Right now, that's the events for the, the tribute fest that's coming up here uh, uh, in the Sound Garden. Uh, we'll talk about who's coming in tonight. All right, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I got to get back to my spot where I was. Okay, now I got to go this way. There we go. <laughs> I know John John set it up for me, so I got to make sure I, I do this right away. Well, coming up next, the coach of the year, the state championship coach from St. Andrew's School, Mel Abrams. You're watching the Call of the Monster Sports Sport live right here from the Sound Garden, and it's all on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Three minutes. Be right back with Coach, Coach Mel Abrams. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been both the best in Savannah for 20 years running, and it's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School would consider a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes in uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From cleats to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. From cutting and equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop's new location, 6606 Abercorn Street Suite, 102 in Savannah. Open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, 
come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish, if you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com, savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Caring. We ain't New York style. We are New York. Wellington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And welcome back to the Call of the Monster Sports Port live from the Coach's Corner Sound Garden where it all started way back in March, 2020. And of course, April, 2020, we really kicked it off every Saturday morning. Uh, once again, it was the coach and AD back there. Hey, Dennis Kessler, gotta love you guy. Big follower of the show. Hey, he just told me it's the AD's birthday today. Chad Griffin up there in the ATL at Hebron Christian now. Happy birthday, buddy. And thank you, Dennis, for reminding me. And thank you for every, watching every week. And of course, Lawrence Bennett, the man behind the show, the producer, he's always watching and he's telling me what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. And hopefully I'm doing something right. And I'm doing something right, right here, right now, because you know what? This uh, little school out there on the marsh on Wilmington Island has been around for a, a long time. And, you know, I bumble and stumble because I'm so ingrained on saying Saints, because when I worked there, it was the St. Andrews Saints. It's now the St. Andrews Lion. And uh, it, it's been always a special place. I grew up in New York on Long Island and we had community schools. When I moved out here to Savannah, when I moved down here to Savannah, we started out in Garden City. We went out to Wilmington Island, Whitmarsh Island first, and then Wilmington Island. And I, I've always, you know, you can hear the games from the back of my, from my, from my yard. You can hear the, the football games going on, the baseball games. So I went over there and I looked out. I worked there for two years. I love the place. My wife's still there. St. Andrew's School, uh, I mean, quality education, and they always do a great job. I got to coach football, basketball, and baseball there. It was a lot of fun. I went to two state semifinals, one in football, one in basketball, but I was always the bridesmaid. I couldn't bring home the ship like this uh, young man did. I mean, it's something special. St. Andrews last Saturday night got down 18-8. Yes, my wife and I didn't make the trip to go watch the game out there in Americus, Georgia, but we bought the package. We watched it from the Georgia Southwestern uh, uh, Athletic Department stream, and it was exciting. But they got down 18-8. But when you know, being a basketball coach my whole life, it's the only sport that I, I, I really have never taken a year off. They got down 18 years. I said, ah, this doesn't look good. But I'm telling you right now, they held uh, John Millage Academy, the defending state champion, to zero points in the second quarter. And if you coach like me and you coach like Coach Mel Abrams, defense is what wins championships. Yes, offense wins games, but defense wins championships. And they kicked it up a notch. The second half, they went back and forth. They held on. Zaire Edwards, all-world, one of the best basketball players in the city, 27 points. Key foul shots made at the end. And they won 49-47 and knocked off the defending state champions. So he's done a great job with that program. He's been there eight years. He uh, was region coach of the year this year. 
He has the most wins in, in, in the uh, St. Andrews uh, boys basketball history. Joining me now live on the coach's corner hot seat. He's not on the hot seat, but he is on the hot seat. That's the state championship head coach, the region coach of the year from St. Andrews School, Mel Abrams. And he's a Georgia boy. That's What's true. up, coach? How we doing, coach? How we doing? Uh, you know, now I got to adjust myself when I fit, split the screen so uh, I can see you and you can see me. So uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's Saturday morning talking about local sports, no matter what school, no matter what kids. That's my always been my, uh, my uh, I guess, my motto, my my goal. And watching St. Andrews do it this year is something special because, you know, once once upon a time, about 20 years ago, I was part of it. And I, I followed every year. But uh, you've done a great job over there. Congratulations. Bringing home the ship. First time since 2004, right? Yes, sir. It's um, it's been a while, but it's it's been something that uh, the school community and the players and the families have uh, really embraced and, and been excited about. Now, you 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 started. You know, you grew up. Uh, you went to high school at Pebble Brook. Uh, you played some uh, college basketball at John C. Smith, uh, a Division II historic black college university in Charlotte. Then you played a little European uh, basketball. So t tell us. Coming back down to that high school level, why is this so special to a high school coach or a coach that's had a lot of experience in basketball? Um, for me, when I when well, I coached at the post grad level for for seven years, and so when I decided I wanted to come back closer to family, back south, uh, St. Andrews was a school that um, I was looking at, and really professionally, I thought it was a great opportunity to challenge myself to see if we could build a program that was a little bit more relevant in Savannah, but also uh, build a program that could compete, not just with private schools, but with, with some of your public school, your GHSA schools. And so um, I made the move to try to challenge myself from a coaching standpoint to see if we could build something. And, and, and build you did because uh, finally the Georgia high school state association, which I don't know why it took so long said, you're allowed to play teams in Georgia independent school association. You're allowed to, play teams in Skeezer. And you, you guys had a nice run this year against the Georgia High School State Association teams. And uh, it was special. And, you know, the old coach's model, which you probably preach yourself, to be the best, you got to beat the best. What, what what was the feeling like when you guys started following, beating up, not beating up, but beating, <laughs> beating, <laughs> beating up means they won games, not beating up physically. Uh, when you beat those teams like New Hampstead Islands, Country Day, I mean, what was the feeling like for you and your, your kids and your coaching staff? Well, well, kind of when we went into the season and we saw what kind of players and team we were going to have this summer, we thought we could give ourselves uh, a chance to just kind of see what we, what we were made of. Uh, it was twofold. It was an opportunity to allow our players the opportunity to play against, you know, a lot of these kids grow up with each other. They play in SPAL. And what we found out is when we play GI, GISA schools, primarily, they don't get a chance to kind of compete against their neighbors and their partners and so it was it was all of that coach it was an opportunity for those guys to kind of play against their friends see what we were as a program but also prepare us as we went into our region schedule with the thoughts that if we played tougher competition it would help us when we got to the state playoffs you know and you played all those teams what was the biggest win out of playing all those teams which one was the biggest win um you know from a school standpoint uh, Country Day and Savannah Christian are like, you know, there are other private schools. And so for our school, that's a big deal to to beat those other private schools. But um, early on in the season, I think we beat South Effingham. Um, 
And when you think about the size of our upper school, you know, 170 kids, 175 on a good day, competing against schools that have 1,800 students, it, it was a big deal. But I think Country Day was the one that I think if you ask our school community, um, they would say beating Country Day was one that they were really proud of. Hey, you beat a very good New Hampshire team too. Yes, sir. Well, we, we actually lost to New Hampstead. Oh, that's, you lost them? Yes, sir. We um that's the one as a coach that I <laughs> I look back on. We were up, we were controlling the game. I think we were up 18 at the end of the first half. And we found a way, I, I found a way to lose the game. And so um that's the one out of all all the games this season, that's the one as a coach that I'm like, that's the one that hurts. I know if you got that hair back there, you'd have some gray hairs like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, if you just tuned in, I'm talking to uh, St. Andrews School, the Lions head uh, basketball coach, Mel Abrams, uh, state champions, Georgia Independent School Association, AAA, the big uh, division, which you guys had to move up to because you joined. And then, of course, uh, the coach of the year over there at, uh, for that uh, region that you're in. So, all right. So. Let's go go through this. Last year, tough loss to John Millage in the playoffs. You come back. You got to play him in the uh, championship game. You kept you calm. You kept your cool demeanor. When you got down eighteen to eight, what were you thinking? Um, we were fine. You know, the game plan was to take away a lot of the stuff that they like to do to get to the rim. Um, we we thought that making them shoot outside shots gave us a good chance, and. <laughs> You know, our guys early on, you could see there was a little bit of nerves there. And I just felt like who we were and what we had kind of done throughout the season from a defensive end, we would settle down and settle in. And so uh, we didn't even call a timeout in that first quarter because I felt like we were fine. They shot the ball extremely well, and I think they could continue that. And then we got rolling a little bit uh, defensively, which allowed us to get out and transition and, and, and play. And, of course, um, Zaire. Um, not just Zaire, but Caleb and, and Zayden and all of those guys just made plays and played off of each other like they did all season. So we we felt like we could give ourselves a chance if we kept them out of the paint and kept them off the glass. Well, you know, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm a defensive guy. You know, I, I preach defense. I live man-to-man -man defense. It just hurts that when we look at the younger uh, youth leagues, everybody's playing zone. They don't teach those kids how to play man-to-man, -man, but – when you shut them out in the second quarter, and my wife can tell you because she works here, I, I I was excited. I said, very rarely does a team shut out another team in high school basketball. And when you shut that down to zero points, I mean, that, that gave you guys the momentum. You know, you being a coach, how did that make you feel? Zero points holding the, the state champion, zero points. I mean, that's yeah. going to be exciting. Yes. And in, 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 in the game, coach, in the Final Four, before playing in the state finals, we held the team to 15 points. And I didn't think – it could get much better than that. Yeah, I mean, for the yeah. entire game, 15 points. But to hold the defending state champs um, to zero points in a quarter, um, it was one of those things, you know, as a coach, you just kind of all season, you 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 see the potential of a team and you, you want to – you're pushing them and you're challenging them. And for us, I think it all kind of came together, not for the entire game, but we had some stretches there where on the offensive and defensive end, as a coach, I'm like, this is what I thought we could be. And I think in that second quarter, we saw a lot of that on the defensive end. Yes, coaches, we look for that perfect quarter and that perfect game. And it's very hard to come by in, in high school basketball. And, yes, I watched the Southland game, too. I said, this team came in 24-1. and one. 
but you, you guys' defense was uh, uh, pressure, pressure, pressure. And I don't know if they had a schedule like you did over the course of the year. So it, it paid off. So, all right, let's talk about the boys. I mean, Zaire Edwards, Aiden Edwards, uh, you know, uh, Conley, you got all these guys. Talk about your boys and what, what they've meant to you in the program so far. And what's the scary thing is you got you got them all, most of them all back for next year. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. If if you know me, I can get emotional and and, and just thinking about the team, not just not just right. the starters, not just the guys who get the publicity, but in order to have success, you got to have all of your players bought in and accepting their roles. And I think for us, that was huge. You know, our reserves, guys who sometimes wouldn't play at all or would play two, three, two or three minutes, and to come come to practice every day, working hard, um, being a positive teammate, and then to see that reciprocated when there are opportunities for those guys to get in the game and to see Zaire and Zayden and Caleb and, and BJ and all of these guys who play a lot of minutes, excited about those guys. I think the camaraderie, the selflessness of the team, guys understanding their roles, not being jealous about who, who gets what, understanding the pecking order, I think that was huge in – our team success. Um, but to your point, those guys, Zaire, Zayden, Caleb, um, Price, all of those guys who were all region and all state, it's, it's it's a special group. And they're coachable kids who are high academic, high character kids. And I think that's, for me, that's been the huge thing that has allowed us to be successful. Well, you know, help me, coach. I'm trying to get Zaire. He, he wants to be a writer. I, I, Write something for my uh, prep sports world website. I mean, I mean, he tells he's he's always writing things down. So it's not just all about the hoops. It's about what else is going on. So, uh, you know, just a great bunch of kids. And Zaire was, uh, I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal guest. I mean, uh, well-spoken and uh, did a good job and knows where he wants to go. Uh, All right. So we got to give some love to your, you know, your, uh, your assistant coach. Yeah. I know Gonzalez, he was around when I was there and uh, um, help me out. Mental block. Broom, Coach Broom. Yes, sir. Uh, so, talk about your uh, your coaching staff and how much they've meant to the program and your your help because because every good coach has great assistants, right? Or like every great man has a great wife. Hi, absolutely. D. Absolutely. <laughs> um, when, when I when I when I took the job at St. Andrews, Jeff was a part of the program, the previous coaching staff, and I thought it was a good idea to keep him on board because he was familiar with the community and the kids. And um, I, I tell them all the time, you know, people talk about the wins I have as a coach. I said, but they're your wins as well because we've been doing this together. Um, we're good balance. Um, he coaches our JV team and um, gets those guys ready for, you know, what we do at the varsity level. Um, Broom has been with us over the last four or five years. He's He, he primarily keeps up with our stats, but it's, it's things that, as a head coach, when you're in the battle of things, it makes everything flows a lot easier when you got people who are giving you what you need to kind of make sure you make sound decisions with what's best for the team. And so both of those guys have been huge um, in our success. Like I said, Jeff has been doing this with me since we started, and uh, he deserves and Nick deserves the credit and the, and the recognition that you just highlighted. All right, last thing, uh, St. Andrew School. You've been there eight years now. What's that little school on the marsh been to uh, Mel Abrams? It's It's been huge. Uh, just one of my takeaways from winning the state championship is to see how excited 
the community from pre-K students all the way up to uh, kids who've been there since pre-K and they're now getting ready to graduate and to see the excitement and to get the text messages and the emails from people who sometimes you speak to, they might see you once a year, but um, they're proud of what has been accomplished with this team and this program. And like I, I told the guys, this is not just about us as a team. This is a uh, St. Andrews Community State Championship. And so the leadership, um, the support that I get personally to um, just kind of run the program, the trust that they have, have in, um, displayed toward me, it's, it's been huge. It's been the reason why I'm still there. And um, it's, it's, re it's truly a community, and it's, it's, it's like family. Oh, it definitely is. Like uh, once, once you've worked there, once you've been part of it, it's tough to, uh, you know, tough to, uh, you know, let it go. I mean, I, I had two special years there and uh, uh, it was just a special place to work with all those young boys. And I see some of the, the boys that I had coached uh, congratulating you guys on social media. And it's really special. It's a community. Like you said, there's just something about St. Andrews that people uh, that have gone there still gravitate going back there. And their kids are going there now, too. So it's just a special place. Congratulations. Great job. Love following you this year. Love playing against you. Hopefully we can work out two games next year. We won't get bumped off by COVID-19. It seems like every time we play, we get hit by COVID-19. So hopefully we can get past that stage. But uh, always a pleasure. Great group of kids. Great job. And uh, as always, I get, I, I'm learning how to say it. Go Lions. Well, listen, thank you. I, I, I know I tell you this in private, but what you're doing with your shows, your sports, the social media, it's huge for the state of Savannah and the students. And we personally at St. Andrews appreciate all that you do and the coverage that you give us. So kudos to you for all the hard work, all the hats that you wear as an AD and as a coach. People don't understand how hard you work. I talk to your wife all the time about it, but how you do it. But we appreciate you. I appreciate it, Coach. That means a lot. And once again, uh, have a, a, a good offseason. But I know you'll be back at it in about three weeks, getting those kids ready for next year. Yes, sir. Thank you. Take care, Coach. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. I mean, class act, loves what he does, loves his school, eight years there. Uh, I mean, and it is a special place. It was tough when I had to leave, but I, I did leave for, uh, you know, uh, uh, another school and uh, uh, different perspective. Uh, but uh, just a great job there by Mel Abrams with that, that program over the last eight years. So uh, once again, it's still uh, in me. I, I wore my... Uh, T-shirt, warm-up T-shirt that I got for the kids way back in 2002, the next day after they won the state championship. And uh, my wife can vouch for that. So uh, once again, congratulations to the St. Andrews community for bringing home the first state championship to Savannah, Georgia this year. We still got two teams trying to get the second. We'll see what happens later on tonight. We got two college teams trying to bring home the SEAC championship today. We'll wrap this up when I come back. With my last break, got to thank my sponsors of the Call of Demosic Sports Court. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Remember, it's the Call of Demosic Sports Court, live from Coach's Corner in the Sound Garden. Check out that screen. I got to get my fingers pointed here. Check out that screen. Nine TVs, 75 inches each. And it's going to be a lot of fun watching sporting events here. And it's also a great backdrop for when they have the bands. I'll tell you who's lined up here for the next two weeks. Coming back after this break, you're watching the Call of Demosic Sports Court right here on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been both the best in Savannah for 20 years running, and it's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. 
It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew has smoked Boston Butts, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School, we consider it a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes to uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From cleats to caps and best prices on the biggest brand, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson Sports Shop. From cutting and equipped at Thompson Sports Shop's new location, 6606 Yo, you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com, savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering, we ain't New York style, we are New Wellington York. Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can... At the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia, at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherton at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. Welcome back to the Call of Tomasi Sportsport live here at Coach's Corner from the Sound Garden in front of the Super Sound Super <laughs> Sound Garden screen. Uh, those are the events that will be coming up. Let me turn around and look at it, okay? So uh, I can tell you what it is, okay? It proudly presents the Legends of Rock Tribute Music Festival Friday and Saturday, March 25th and March 26th. Uh, Friday, they got one, two, three cover bands coming in. Saturday, we got four cover bands coming in, so you got to check it out. I mean, John Henderson does a great job, and uh, it's always a lot of fun being here. It's a super screen. Uh, hopefully, I can work it out where I can work the controls and show videos and all that other stuff. Uh, but uh, right now, we got it right on one screen. We'll work it out. So I uh, had to shut my phone off there. It was recording everything I was saying. <laughs> so I don't know how that happened. So, But... This is where we take three steps out the door, three videos from the week that I've noticed or from previous weeks 
that I want to talk about that are special to the sports world and to the Savannah community. First off, you know what it is. Next weekend, the Savannah Bananas. That's right. The Bananas open up their world tour. They start right here in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, they're playing Friday, March 11th, and Saturday, March 12th, okay, against, of course, the party animals. Let me uh, get my notes here. Then they're going to hit the road, okay? They're going to go to Daytona Beach, Florida, Montgomery, Alabama, back to West Palm Beach, Florida, then to Columbus, Georgia, and then back to Alabama and Birmingham, okay? So it's going to be really excited. Next week, games are sold out, I'm pretty sure. I got to find out from, uh, you know, of course, uh, Mr. Cole and Mrs. Cole and Jared Orton and the crew out there, Barry, and, of course, my man, Nico Silver, the Coastal Plain League's uh, uh, broadcaster of the year. So it's going to be a lot of fun. The Savannah Bands will open. But if this don't get you pumped up, last week they had tryouts, and it was a show. Check it out right here. The Savannah Bananas workout tryout from last week. I believe this is the most talented and entertaining group of baseball players ever assembled. We got a job to do. And that job is to positively influence an entire new generation of baseball fans that we show them. Okay, and you got to check out the roster. Okay, of course, we got good old Reggie back there with his Reginade. Reggie, uh, a Savannah guy who loves his banana bananas. He gets to dress up. He makes the Reginade. But I'm telling you right now, if you're a baseball fanatic, Spaceman Bill Lee is on the roster. Spaceman Bill Lee pitched for the Red Sox, Major League Baseball player. He's 75 years old. He's 75 years old. He's going to be there. If that's not exciting, I don't know what to tell you. If you saw the, uh, watch the video again, the old guy, the lefty throwing it, that's Spaceman Bill Lee. Played for the Red Sox. He played for the Expos. Uh, you know, I mean, just just unbelievable what they do out there at Savannah Banana Land. So it starts next Friday and Saturday. Next is I've been talking about Savannah State. Let me go this way. I'm representing them because the men's and women's teams are in the SEAC Championship. Five o'clock, ladies take on Benedict. Third time they're playing them. Both teams are split. This will be the third time for the men's playing Benedict. They've lost by six points and two points. Hopefully they both can bring back the SEAC ship back to Savannah, Georgia uh, after tonight. But I'm telling you, watch this move by this young lady. I think it's Nayla. I can't remember her last name. But watch how she, as we say in basketball, breaks the opponent's ankles. Watch closely when she crosses the ball over and how the defender falls Balls on a butt. He's going to like the Facebook page at ESIAC for all the latest. Uh, can you start another, page, another uh, folder? Nope. The same folder's fine, man. And that's, of course, from Savannah State. Of course, Savannah Bananas put out, puts out their own promos. But once again, you got to watch it. Watch the crossover move really quickly. 
Right there. I mean, if that's not a movie, I don't know what is. That, that's, I mean, that went viral too. So nope. They were trying to get my PS10, but I don't know if it made it, okay? So something special. All right, the last video I got, okay, I got to tie two in together, okay? Well, I got two more videos, so I should only have four, but I got three, but I got five. Now, you know anything about golf? You have to have etiquette. You can't cross the uh, line of the play, player's ball when it's on the putting green. Uh, you can't make noise. You can't talk. You got to stay out of sight. But if you ever watch the Waste Management Open out at Phoenix in Phoenix, Arizona, it's the best golf tournament of the year. While WTOC, Jake Wallace, former sports director, uh, now he's uh, in the back doing, uh, you know, community stuff, interviewed Brian Harmon because Brian Harmon showed up, local kid, Savannah Christian, UGA golfers, won uh, tour events, okay, was at the club, the club car um, press uh, release or press uh, gathering last week, and he talks about the waste management Phoenix Open. He says he wishes golf would go more to that concept. Brian Harmon was on the hole when this young man, okay, had a hole in one, and the place went crazy. Watch it. Watch the crowd, Sam Ryder, hole in one. Now watch the crowd, here's Brian Harmon right there in the blue shirt with the white hat. He's gonna give him a high five. That's Brian Harmon. Beer cans. Everybody's throwing it, now watch the end, they're gonna show you the crowd. Look at all the beer cans being thrown on, on, the, on the team. It's a beer delay. But this is what golf should be all about. Look at the fans going crazy. The 16th hole, we tell you there is no place like it. We mean it. Take one more look at this. Sam Ryder, 124 yards. We just talked about. I mean, if you don't get close on this. It's so tough, but it is worth the reward right here. Bam! Cocktails. Sam Ryder has a very good cocktails every Watch, watch the crowd now. They're going to zoom in on the crowd. And there's all the people being thrown. There's Brian Harmon right there in the blue shirt with the white hat. Like Hands up. Wow, what a moment. Like I said, you come here, you try to be one of the legends. Sam Ryder go. Watch is now a legend here at the Coliseum on 16 at the WM Phoenix Open. This has to be a bucket list thing, right? What would you like to accomplish on the PGA Tour? A hole-in-one on Saturday? I mean, If that's not special, I don't know what is. Now watch what Brian Harmon had to say about it. I think that's the direction that, that golf needs to, we need to, we need to appeal to a broader audience because, you know, football is obviously everybody's favorite, but who knows where football is going to be in 30 years. Golf's not going anywhere. You can play this game your entire life. It's super competitive. There's bigger, faster, better athletes that are playing it now. The game's going to explode. And, um, I, I just think it's an avenue for, for more people to get involved. And to do that, you ne it needs to be fun. It doesn't need to be full of, you know, silly rules, you know, and, and be too complicated for, for anyone that's – I don't want anyone to be intimidated to, like, want to start golf. That, that shouldn't be the case. And part of getting introduced to it is coming to great events like Savannah's going to have here and, and enjoying the game and seeing people make birdies and, and celebrate and – 
I, I'm excited for the future. I mean, coming from our own Savannah and Brian Harmon, silly games. I mean, let's play the game and have fun with it. Someone gets a birdie, let's dance, let's throw our drinks. Okay, I don't know if I want beer or drinks thrown on me, but I'm telling you, the WM or the Waste Management over in Phoenix, it's the best golf tournament. In, 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 I, 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 lo I love watching every day. People are yelling, people are screaming, they don't have to be quiet. I mean, of course, the golfers should have golf etiquette, but when it comes to the crowd, let them be part of it. Let them enjoy it. Okay, college football, let the guys celebrate. I, I agree with you. There's a difference between celebration and taunting. I agree with you. All right, the last thing I got to show, I have to show this. This came across yesterday, last night. The Savannah State men's team was playing in the semifinals against Morehouse College, who was the number one team in the SEAC. They defeated them. They beat them by one point, 60-59. And watch the girls team who was there to watch, who's 27-1. and one. They're in the, they're in a championship. Watch them run on the court with the Savannah men men's Tigers basketball team. This is special. When your boys program, sorry, they're in college. When your men's program and your women's program support each other. You've been watching the corner right under the screen. So what an air women, they're out there with men. I got to play that once more, just to show you again. Here comes the women. Here they come. I mean, that is great. That is great. And they still got to play for the championship tonight. Something special about Savannah State basketball this year. Now, the ladies are 27-1. and 14-1 in region play. The men struggled. The men finished 13 and 13. They finished 500. They were 8-9 in SEAC play. So to make it to the championship, that's something special. Well, I got to thank, of course, Savannah Bananas for their little promo, always on Twitter or social media. I got to thank, of course, uh, the uh, PGA and YouTube and Brian Harmon and WTOC for that for that cut up uh, of uh, what's going on. Of course, Savannah State for the for the point guard and the girls team breaking the girls ankles uh you know with her move and of course once again savannah state uh twitter for all that stuff that i've been using it's been a lot of fun i gotta thank of course greg meskel professional uh sportcaster he calls the manhattan jaspers college basketball games he's worked for espn he's doing fan uh fan control football now that'll start in april he does the play-by-play -play. it uh, i gotta thank him for coming on of course veronica sarazan from islands high school by Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic has week. And of course, Mel Abrams for coming on and talking about his state championship basketball team, the St. Andrews School Lions. Okay, hang But anyway, like I say every week, today and tomorrow, whatever you may be doing, always hit it out of the park. And until I see you again next weekend, well, it'll be recorded next weekend because uh, I got a family gathering I got to go to. So maybe your best weekend. And it'll be recorded, and there'll be new recordings. It won't be replay like I did two weeks ago. It'll be be new stuff. So uh, don't know who my guests are going to be. That comes down to Monday. But once again, Windsor Forest, Beach High School, both played tonight to make it to the championship of the Georgia High School State Association Class 3A. That's right. We could have two Savannah teams 
playing for the state championship against each other like Savannah High and Johnson did a couple of years ago. God bless. Be safe. I'll talk to you next weekend. Thank you.